welcome and thank you for being here with us. Uh, this is the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Farah Salami, and today we have an awesome guest, Jamie Meyer. Thank you so much, Jamie, for joining. Thank you so much, Farah, for having me. So, you know, for our audiences listening to us today, I would love to for them maybe to know a little bit about Jamie. So who is Jamie or what does Jamie do? Oh, Jamie has got way too many facets to cover that in the 10 minutes that we, <laughs> that we have. But in short, I am a woman from Brisbane, Australia. I was just the everyday girl that lived next door to you. I used to have amazing neighbours, by the way. And um, I now own a consulting firm, Nine Carat Business Consulting, that I travel the world with and work on uh, internationally. Very cool. And, uh, you know, that sounds fascinating, amazing. My question to you is, why did you do this? Why, what made you start this? Frustration. Frustration um, is probably an answer. Yeah, tell me more. What do you mean by that? Uh, so I was, my career was built in um, managing and developing companies. And uh, when I would do that, we would integrate with other organizations to create workflows and uh, processes and when you're employed by one company it's very hard to interject um, assistance into those integrating companies and as much as I would do it to the degree that I was permitted it was uh, quite a struggle for me to sit back and see undeveloped potential or opportunity within those businesses go unnoticed and um, unactioned so the, my solution was to put myself in a freelance situation where I could be hired by any number of companies and help them all at the same time. Um, funnily enough, I didn't actually know being a business consultant was even a job. <laughs> when I decided to do that, I just kind of thought I was genius and made up this um, new platform for me to start making a difference in the business paradigm. Wow, very cool. And uh, that was what, 15 years ago or something like that? So 15 years ago was when I, unbeknownst to me, took my first consulting job. I was actually working at a small goods um, company in Melbourne, Victoria, hauling frozen fish <laughs> out of the freezer <laughs> and could see all the things that were not working uh, symbiotically and, and, and there was so much room for growth and improvement. So I kind of just started having conversations with the gentleman that owned it. Um, and after the first conversation, I was kind of like, you know, at that age, you don't think anything of kind of giving grown people advice, but slowly <laughs> our relationship evolved. And eventually we were having the kinds of conversations that made changes in their business and they flourished from there. So um, I didn't yet. I kind of managed my career within the realms of normal business, but never really kind of fit in any of those boxes. Got it. That's very interesting. So this was kind of like your path to this business. You started with with that uh, kind of like on the job, started consulting, and you found that maybe it's a pathway for you to make some money. As, well, as a pathway for me to have a wider reach with what I did and what I was naturally inclined to do. Um, so I was actually going to be a fashion designer when I was at school. That was what I was going, I studied, I, you know, I'm certified in fashion design <laughs> and construction. Um, and it was a guest speaker that came to my college that said he actually didn't have a degree in fashion design. He just had backing, financial backing. 
So I left um, further learning of that and decided that I would get a job and financially back myself to start my own fashion line. And in doing that, I fell in love with the potential in business and in people. So then it was a natural progression. I kind of, even in my full-time roles, just acted as a consultant. It kind of, that's kind of just the, the way that I did business and worked within business. So um, yeah, when I decided to step out, it was kind of just giving myself a platform to do what I did every day, but on a grander scale. Very cool. Thank you so much Jenny, for sharing that. I, you know, one of the things I'd like to always try to get the purpose of why you started, because a lot of times people have misconception of how you started or where you started. So thanks for sharing that, uh, you know, piece of story from, you know, uh, clearly there's much more to share, but the uh, nugget of it for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes, Paris. <laughs> uh, try to be, you know, precise as much as I can uh, for these 10 minutes. My next question to you, Jamie, is, you know, you know, entrepreneurship, and you know this really well, is roller coaster ride, right? Sometimes it's up and sometimes it's down and sometimes it's up and down the same moment. I'm curious to hear from you, what has been maybe one of your times that you felt like the world is ending, you're so down, you don't know what's next? Would you be willing to share one of those moments with us? I mean, there's a lot of them. I mean, you have them personally and you have them in a business capacity. Um, I think one of the times was when I woke up one day and decided that my business that wasn't even really a fully functioning business yet was going to be an international business rather than focus on a small target demographic. I was just going to take on the world overnight with no, yeah, I just stand on an international platform just because that's what I was going to do. And um, when you do that, um, you still naturally uh, compare yourself to the timeline of a smaller demographic. So you kind of dig yourself into this hole where the traction doesn't come as quickly and the clients don't come as fluidly as they would if you had a smaller circumference of of the area so that's definitely the time where you have to persist like I you know I stepped down to the international um, platform and I wouldn't have been ready as anybody would describe being ready but I don't actually believe that if you wait till you're ready you'll go anywhere <laughs> so I don't usually wait till then and that that's a hard time because you you really have to back yourself and, and only yourself. You don't have anybody else backing you. Everybody will tell you just to go and get a, another job or a side hustle or do something else or entrench yourself in something else. And you really have to choose to stand and be confident in your decision and where you're going. And that's not an easy thing to do. No, especially when the world, you know, when the bills are still showing up and maybe you're now thinking, okay, it's been three months, what's next? Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. It's really, I mean, and thank you for sharing that it's not just once in a while. It's just this daily thing that you might be facing here and there. I appreciate that, Jamie. Well, let's take a break and we'll be right back to learn more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome back. Thanks for being with us, Jamie. <laughs> that was quick, right? <laughs> Quickest, quickest intermission I've ever experienced. <laughs> so uh, my next question to you is, you know, just like you might have been feeling down, there are lots of moments that you probably felt really up and the world is like you're on top of it. Uh, would you share with us one of those moments? 
I think they're as frequent as the moments where there's doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I say that because while some of my great achievements, you know, the society recognize are phenomenal and, and I am very proud of them. The moments that I'm most proud of are at the end of that down spiral when I step out of it and I work out where I'm going next and I take the step away from being unsure. And there's been just as many of those as for every time that I've you know had a, a doubting moment, there's been a moment where I've stepped out and showed up for myself. And those are the, the up times that I celebrate the most. Very cool. Would you give us one specific example of one? When I landed my first client, yeah, okay. <laughs> first international client. <laughs> I mean, that's just, just to follow on from the previous example. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, dropped out of thin air, as the expression goes. Like, you know, it wasn't any one action that I took that resulted in that happening. It was a culmination of, of steps and, and commitment to doing something. Um, and that was a huge win for me because, and, and it wasn't something that anybody else knew about or, you know, something that was in the media or in an article. It was just something that I got to dance around my office <laughs> after the call and celebrate myself and know that my commitment and all of those steps and all of those moments of doubt took me exactly where I wanted to go. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's always, uh, it's what story do you tell yourself is really the most important thing that keeps you going or brings you down and uh, being able to do that is really important. Very cool. Uh, Jamie, clearly we could easily unnugget these things for hours and days, uh, <laughs> but as you know, it is a 10 minute podcast or we try to stick around 10 minutes. My next question to you is if you were to advise yourself, you know, 10, 15 years ago, knowing what you know today, and I know that this is a hard question because even if I told you this information yesterday, you might have rejected it, but you might be accepting of it today just because of the growth that we go through building a business. My question, what would you tell yourself back then? Or what would you tell someone that's starting today? Something that you feel like you wish you would have known, although you might have not appreciated it, but you wish you would have known that today, what you, you wish back then to know what you know today, what would that be? I don't, I think that I've always some part of me has always thought this because it's probably one of those things that got me out of those holes that you dig yourself into, but I never really had words for it. Um, And Michael McConaughey actually put words to it for me. It is to be your own hero, to aspire to be yourself in 10 years. And what would that version of you do in any one moment? Yeah, I've always loved that. Competing with yourself is the really the best competition because you could always do better, right? It's just never going to end. <laughs> yes. yes, and you're really, like, you're so unique. You can only ever be your own measuring stick. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, clearly, this has been insightful. Thank you so much for sharing your little bit of your journey with us. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Faris. This was a really enjoyable 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, you know, so uh, I'm going to say thank you for being on the show and we'll uh, talk soon. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, This is the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alamy. See you next time. Thank you.